Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 46. Today, I'm talking to you about letting go. If you've been listening to me for a while, you'll know that I talk a lot about thoughts and feelings. Our thoughts and feelings underpin everything that we do or don't do, have or don't have, and want to do or have or not want to do or have in our life. A feeling is a one word description of a vibration in our body and I use the words feelings and emotions interchangeably. Feelings include words like happy, mad, sad, glad, frustrated, overwhelmed, overjoyed, relaxed, peaceful, angry, empowered and of course there are many thousands more. And how we feel is determined by what we think. Just take a moment now and think about what you think about when you feel pleased with yourself, when you maybe feel a sense of pride. For some of you, you may feel pride when you think about a recent work achievement. For others of you, it may be with how you've managed over the past 18 months. Or for some of you, it may be thoughts about how you're raising your children. Thoughts about any of these things can fill you with a sense of pride. The thoughts that we have that create a sense of pride will be different for each of us. If you didn't do it yet, I really do want you to hit pause and take a moment to think of all the things you're proud of and really notice how feeling proud feels in your body. It feels good, doesn't it? If you really focus, you will notice maybe you're feeling better. Okay, now I want you to think about something that you regret or that fills you with guilt or shame. Notice how the emotion within you, that vibration in your body changes. Notice how unpleasant it feels in comparison. Again, stop the podcast and take a moment to really do this. Okay, great. So now that you can see the power of your thoughts, I'm going to get on with talking about today's topic of letting go. Last weekend, I went on my first ever retreat. Having not been on a retreat before, I wasn't sure what to expect. I think that I thought it would be a bit like a work conference, but in a rural, relaxing setting. So imagine my surprise when we had five hours of free time each afternoon. My first thought was great. I can get lots of work done. And of course, I was missing the point. One of the purposes of a retreat is to have the time and space to notice how you run on default and how you run on default is determined by the thoughts that you have, your under the surface stream of chatter that you have about yourself and everything in the world around you. Now, as you may have heard me say before, it's part of the human condition to put far more emphasis on what's wrong than on what's right. It's human to judge ourselves and others. And at some level, our brain is doing its job of protecting us from unforeseen danger. The problem is that we get into the habit of running a continually negative dialogue about ourselves. We constantly notice the negative and have an undercurrent of thoughts that leave us feeling less than, unconditionally loved by ourselves. We tell ourselves we should be thinner, fitter, smarter, funnier, more confident, more capable, and so much more and we live in a state of not measuring up and wishing we were different. And because this is so normal, we're not even aware we're doing it. The problem is 
When you consider that how we feel, the emotions we experience day to day, is determined by how we think, you start to understand how we cause so much of our unhappiness, disappointment, regret, shame, or just general dissatisfaction and frustration because of the thoughts that we think about ourselves. And what I want you to consider is that what if it doesn't have to be that way? What if you could learn to be a better friend of yourself? What if you could learn to let go of all of those judgments that run through your subconsciousness? How much better, happier, more peaceful, more accepting would you feel day to day? And what impact would that have on your life? What impact would that have on the foods you choose to eat? This is what I spent time reflecting on during much of those hours of free time that I had on the retreat this weekend. As did the other ladies, I had the privilege of sharing what I reflected on with and being coached on what came up for me. Now, this isn't the first time that I've done this work. I've been noticing and working at changing thoughts that I have about myself for some years now. I am and always will be a work in progress, and that's okay. I've spoken before about how accepting myself at the weight that I was and forgiving myself for having lost weight and regained it so many times was an important part of my journey to losing weight for life. And now I get to notice and reflect on and let go of thoughts that I have about not being good enough in every other area of my life, not being confident enough. Interestingly, I noticed a lot of thoughts about my weight resurface. This was my first in-person meetup with a group of ladies where I was known for being a weight loss coach since before COVID. And suddenly I noticed lots of thoughts about my weight creep back in. Whilst I've never proclaimed that I was a skinny, super fit weight loss coach, I started to notice that I thought maybe I should be. Maybe they would have expected of that of me. Maybe they would look at me and think, who was I to talk about weight loss? More thoughts that caused me to feel shame, uncertainty, some anxiety and a huge lack of confidence and that were totally unnecessary. Not because no one would think that, because it doesn't matter if they did. What emotional baggage are you holding on to that creates unnecessary negative emotion and makes living the day-to-day -day of your life less enjoyable than it could be? So here are a couple of areas that often come up for me and my clients. The first is thoughts that lead to feelings of regret. Ask yourself what you regret and why. Notice how the thoughts you think in answer to those questions make you feel. Another area is thoughts that lead you to feeling judged. What do you judge yourself for? If you're not sure of the answer to this question, you can explore what you judge others for and then look for how whatever you're judging them for is also showing up in your life. We think we judge others for traits that we don't like that are different to traits we possess about ourselves, but the opposite is true. We judge others for the traits that we don't like within ourselves. Another area is perfectionism fantasism. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but how are you striving to be perfect? Why are you striving to be perfect? What if you didn't need to be perfect? And then lastly are thoughts that you should be further ahead. This often comes up when we're wanting to lose weight. We think the numbers on the scale should be coming down more quickly or that we should already have mastered the skill of allowing and not eating in response to an urge. Or we think we should already have reduced our over-desire for chocolate or cake or ice cream or crisps. Take some moment to think about those areas. This really is one of those podcasts where I urge you to sit down and reflect with pen and paper. You really want to do the work of applying this podcast and not just passively listening to it to make the best use of it. Once you've identified the thoughts causing your emotional dissatisfaction, discomfort or unhappiness, really explore the possibility that the thought you're thinking is optional, that it's not the truth. 
Look for all the evidence that it's not true. Consider who you would be without that thought. Consider how it's not necessary to think it. You can even explore considering that the opposite of that thought is just as truthful. For example, I can find evidence for thoughts about being disorganised and I can find evidence for thoughts that I am organised. When I think I am disorganised, I feel overwhelmed. But when I think I'm organised, I feel calm and in control. When I feel disorganised, I struggle to focus. But when I feel calm and in control, focus comes easily. When I struggle to focus, I do less things that help me to be organised than I do when I feel focused. Can you see how I can choose to think either way? And whichever way I choose to think has an impact in that it leads to me creating evidence for being either organised or disorganised. Notice and explore this with your own thoughts. One that comes up a lot is judging yourself for your ability to eat in line with how you planned or intended to eat. You may have evidence for this that you choose to use as thoughts to support your current thinking because you've not managed to stick to a diet before or maybe you've regained weight after losing it. But when you think you're not capable, notice how it feels in your body. You may have a heaviness, maybe a feeling of disappointment or frustration or burden. Ask yourself how useful is that emotion in helping you to fuel you to eat the way that you want. It's not useful at all. Often we're reluctant to believe something positive because we're afraid of disappointing ourselves. We're afraid to let go and accept ourselves because we're worried we won't improve. And we don't like how being the lesser version of ourselves than we imagined feels. But do you see that when we keep ourselves in disbelief to protect ourselves from disappointment, we only feel that disappointment ahead of time. We just live in it rather than being willing to feel the ups and downs that come with any journey of transformation. So today I encourage you to start your journey of letting go, of letting go of negative thoughts you have about yourself, letting go of thinking you need to be better, letting go of not being far enough along or not having achieved what you want to achieve yet. I want you to contemplate how you being you exactly where you are right now is where you are supposed to be. Explore what you love about being perfectly imperfect. Explore how you can allow it all to be okay. All right, thank you to, for listening to today's episode. I also want to invite you to my free masterclass taking place on Thursday, the 24th of June, where I will be teaching you the five steps to end emotional eating. I'm really excited for this class that will tell you exactly what to do when you feel the urge to eat something that you know isn't aligned with how you want to be eating. To find out more and register, go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash masterclass. And at the end of the class, I'm also going to be sharing details of the exciting things we have taking place in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership in July. I would love to have you join us. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership programme, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life Group Coaching Mastermind Intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.